I believe we are all here with great purpose and you deserve to live your best life. What I've discovered on this journey is that our realities are a manifestation of what's going on on the inside. I had reached this point in life where I deeply, deeply questioned, what is my purpose? And there was this voice in my head that said, you're not worthy. Once I made the courageous decision to change, that's when everything shifted. And then there was this confidence that spilled over into all areas of my life, into my relationships, my businesses, and I even became a better mother. My motto, you have everything inside of you to create the life that you want. Welcome to Creatrix, the transformative show that is all about you. This intriguing program will empower you to create and activate the precise dream-filled life you desire. And now, the host of Creatrix, Amira Mondin. All right, welcome. Welcome to Creatrix, creating the life that you want. Yes, I am your host, Amira Mondin, powerfully and affectionately also known as Lotus, because we're empowering you to rise above your circumstances, to reign in life. So as always, good morning, my friends. Good morning, powerful creators on the West Coast starting your day. Good morning to my East Coast creators and to all of the powerful creators listening across the world, settling in for the evening. I know, as always, you owned your day. All right. We are talking about money today. And if you are joining us for the first time, this series, Creatrix, Creating the Life That You Want is all about unleashing your innate power. It's about discovering the gifts of the mind and how to align harmoniously with the immutable laws of the universe to manifest your desires. Now, in episode two, we talked about the tremendous impact our subconscious conditioned beliefs have on creating our reality. And you know those conditioning beliefs? They are powerful. It's what we don't know that limits us from creating the lives that we want. So I want to ask you, what are your conditioned beliefs when it comes to home ownership? When it comes to financing a home, what are you conditioned to believe, more importantly, about paying it off? You know, the majority belief is that unless you pay cash for your home, your home is financed on a 15-year or the popular and standard 30-year mortgage with payoff as a distance goal, distant goal of the future, paying it off 10, 20 plus years. Well, creators, my guest today is an expert in equity optimization and says you can leverage your income to accelerate your mortgage payoff in as little as five to seven years. Now, my expert guest today is David Wells. He is the Chief Operating Officer of Truth and Equity. He has a military, technology, and sales background. His entry into the mortgage industry about 10 years ago was actually uh, precipitated by his own experience as a homeowner. His background in finance and his passion to help people discover how to leverage their equity has he's helped shape policy and procedural changes in large national lenders and has improved the borrowing experience for thousands, thousands of homeowners. Now, when he was introduced to this personal financial concept, a concept that could help homeowners actually pay off their homes in five to seven years, he joined forces 
with Bill Westrom in 2006 and created the company Truth and Equity. And he's been educating and impacting lives ever since. In fact, his clients say that this is the best kept secret in the U.S. So, David, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. I'm excited about this show. It's not very often I can speak to this many people at one time. (laughs) Well, I am excited to have you on. Thank you for being a guest. And, you know, I must say that I'm actually feeling very enthusiastic about today's show because, you know, in preparing for the show and talking to you beforehand and doing my due diligence, you know, and being a homeowner myself, the principles and strategies that I found in Truth and Equity, you know, that you're going to share, they are actually very, very intriguing. And, you know, I really like it because it lines up again with the things that we're conditioned to believe and that we just kind of just fall into versus discovering some unique ways to actually become debt-free, pay off our home and create the life that we want. So, you know, with that, tell us a little bit about your background and your journey to equity optimization. Sure. Yeah. I, um, you know, I was a mortgage broker when, when this was brought to me. You had mentioned my partner, Bill Westrom. He was working as a, an account executive for a large bank out of Australia called Macquarie. They're the fifth largest bank in the world at the time. And this is before the housing bubble, 2006 through 2008, when everything was just crumbling. He had walked into uh, an office where I was working as a mortgage broker and was selling a asset manager, which was a loan and a checking account kind of rolled into one. It had a routing number and an account number you could direct deposit to it, treat it just like a checking account and treat it just like a mortgage. It was all in one. And uh, he kind of outlaid the, the concept and he was speechly, speaking mostly conceptually about the idea. And I was like, wait a minute, just give me the math. Don't give me the sales pitch. Just give me the math. And when he said to me, it's just like a credit card or just like a checking account, but it works with the mortgage, a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, wait a minute, I've been stuffing people into 30-year mortgages and 15-year mortgages. And there's this available to people. I mean, where do you get this thing? So, you know, he explained a little bit about what he did and, and how it kind of evolved. And that conversation eventually wound up into the parking lot. And we stood uh, next to our cars for what seemed like forever, just talking about, you know, the banking and borrowing model and how one-sided it is and how this could actually just change the lives of the people. And, you know, a couple of months went by, I didn't hear from him. And he was having a hard time selling it to mortgage brokers because they're path of least resistant type of people. You know, they're going to sell rate and payment because that's what we understand, rate and payment. And we were bent on getting this out to the public. And, uh, you know, fortunately, his bosses asked him what he needed to do to get, you know, this program off the ground. And Bill told him, you know, we've got to take this to the public. And they said, well, we're not going to do that. What else you got? And he said, here's my resignation. Got me on the phone. And we drew a line in the sand. He said, I'll take care of sales. You take care of everything else. And we fortunately met a guy who was in radio, Jordan Goodman, the Money Answers Man. He started talking about us. We co- he co-authored a book with, with Bill. And we haven't looked back since. We've been changing lives since 2006. And we've talked to thousands and thousands and thousands of people. That's really it in a, in, in, in a nutshell. Wow, that's a, that's a powerful story. And, you know, I love when we have our own unique experiences that lead us to a greater purpose to help people. So now you spoke about the concept or the term, the principle called equity optimization. What exactly is equity optimization? 
and how does it work? Well, I look at it two ways, philosophically and then mathematically. Equity optimization philosophically is we all have equities in ourselves as well as what we own. Leveraging that mathematically, of course, has to deal with an asset. And the equity in our homes, we have equity in cars, we have equity in things. And then we have equity in ourselves. So if we're dealing with the equity in ourselves, then, you know, first of all, we have to have this belief system. And you mentioned it in the beginning of your show about the things that we don't know. And that's really where it starts, educating and empowering people to know something or expose them to something they don't know of, and then getting them to open up their minds and understand and believe that they can make a change in their life. And then mathematically on the asset side, you know, if you have a house that's worth $350,000 and you've paid it down to $200,000 over a 10-year period or however long it's taken you to get there, you have equity in that, in that asset and that that equity is dead. It's not doing anything for you unless you're borrowing against it and then using that money to your advantage. And that's one of our product names, the equity advantage, which we can probably drill in on later in this conversation. But so we have equity in ourselves and we have equity in things. How do we leverage that? And that's what we look at. We look at the full landscape. We, we have an intake page, and I'm sure I'll get to mention that later in the show as well, where we take your, your information and I call it your vitals. And then we take a look at it and we structure it in such a way that is advantageous to you using current banking and borrowing methodologies that are available to everyone at any bank. You can walk into any bank just about and get what you need. It's the matter, it matters how you structure it to take advantage of that equity and optimize your position. That's really what equity optimization is. It's just optimizing your position in life both philosophically as well as mathematically. Okay, so if we understand you correctly, you know, we take a look at the uh, Truth and Equity website. Equity optimization is about leveraging your income, right? Leveraging your income against uh, interest-bearing activities. And so you mentioned... Go ahead. Uh Uh, I was just going to interject with, yeah, it's really driven by income, you know. Are you getting the most out of what you own and what you earn? And, you know, my, my partners come up with a formula that makes a lot of sense. Very little of our income goes towards driving down, you know, principal balances and debt balances. He, he has an equation, you know, you take, take the um, principal portion of a mortgage. You know, if you look at an amortization schedule, there's so much going to principal, which is very little compared to interest in the beginning first 10, 15 years. A lot of it goes towards uh, the interest. So you're just, that's profit to the bank. But if you peel that apart and you look at the principal portion, now let's say it's $100 going towards principal and $700 going towards interest. That's usually what the first few years looks like. Divide that $100 by your net income. Let's say you make, you know, you take home $3,000 a month. So $100 towards principal divided by $3,000, you'll see that it's a very small percentage of your debt being driven down by your income. So you're not getting a lot of impact by paying normal amortization payments. Okay, so tell me this, because I I just want to back up a little bit here, because we we have, you know, we have, like we we spoke about, we have these conditioned beliefs, and these conditioned beliefs are strong. And, you know, whether we are conscious of them or not, they are currently driving our capability that's giving us the actions that we take in life and producing the results. So now, if I am brand new coming to you with the conditioned belief that 
uh, I have a 30-year mortgage and I eventually, you know, I hope to pay it off. Uh, and maybe I'll be putting, you know, a little bit extra towards it. Uh, you know, just just break it down for us uh, in the most simplistic terms. Equity optimization for the first time. If somebody's hearing this, what is it that they need to know versus, like you said a few minutes ago, what they don't know? Okay, yeah, one of the biggest misunderstandings or, you know, what a lot of people don't connect the dots where they don't connect the dots is money you have sitting in checking and savings feels good, but it's doing no good. It's just Mm -hmm. idle. And if the bank called you up today and said, hey, listen, Amira, you've got $10,000 sitting in your checking account and you owe $200,000 on your mortgage. Every day, we're going to apply that idle money against the principal balance and adjust your interest cost based on the difference. So the day they do it, instead of interest on 200, you're getting interest on 190. Significant savings. Mm-hmm. Every month, we're going to do that. Every time you have money sitting over here, we're going to offset that balance and charge you interest on the lower difference. So basically, so instead of having your, so instead of having that money sit, like as we would say, save money for a rainy day, or, you know, we thought when we talk about money being an energy in the flow of money, we're actually talking about moving that and using it to your advantage to uh, pay your home, to pay your home off sooner. Would that be correct? Correct. And it's, you know, just think of your checking and savings account or a home equity line of credit or a personal line of credit or a credit card as a bucket that you put money in, which bucket favors your financial landscape versus the banks? Checking and savings favors whose? Mm-hmm. The bank. Banks. That's right. Right. It's an unsecured loan to the bank, and they can lend it out the back door at whatever interest rate that they you know, are using it for. You're not earning much on it, if anything at all, and whatever you do earn on it is minimal, and it's going to be taxed at the end of the year. What is better use of your money, letting it sit there or putting it in a different bucket that saves you infinitely more in interest cost than any earnings you could get on that money. Well, of course, option number two. So, yeah, it's creating. Well, you know what, too, you know, David, you. we actually, we have a caller uh, on hold. We have Steve Thompson from Colorado with a question. Let's, let's take his question because you clearly have already intrigued the listeners and they have a question. So Steve Thompson from Colorado, welcome to the show. What's your question? Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Good morning. Um, so um, my question is, so interest rates are relatively lo- low right now. What happens if they shoot up like we've seen? I mean, it's been a few decades, but you know, it wasn't 30 years ago. It wasn't unheard of for you know the prime to be at uh, around 10%. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Great question. I love rate questions. And, uh, you know, I can come at it in several different ways, and I appreciate the question. Thank you very much for this question. We have to understand that interest rate, I'll be dictate the terms of repayment, but the principal balance is really the biggest enemy in this equation. Now, if you understand the climate back when rates were that high, I mean, I know when my dad bought a house, he bought a three-bedroom, two-bath with a pool for $18,000, but the interest rate was 12%. But his house payment was only a few hundred dollars a month. Now, that was high for the 70s. 
things have changed. They understand, the Feds understand moving rate around differently than they used to. And because HELOCs are tied to prime, which is tied to the Fed fund rates, you know, banks lending banks money costs one rate, and then banks lending to people costs another, and this is driven by the prime index. Now, they've risen the rates from three and a quarter, which they were artificially low at for years since the implosion, in order to, you know, spawn borrowing. Because if banks aren't lending money, the economy goes haywire. Banks have to lend money. That's how they make money. Right now, prime rate is is slightly higher because they've been raising it a quarter every few months. Rates aren't going to shoot up. They can't spike the economy like that. They're going to go up in increments. Now, when I started the company, or Bill and I started the company back in 2006, prime rate was at eight and a quarter, and we were helping people get out of 5% fixed rate loans into eight and a quarter variable rate loans, and it still made greater mathematical sense. The reason is the way this works, cycling income through that debt instrument far outweighs the interest rate rise over the time value of money. And we've built a very good tool online to monitor, measure, and expose that over the time value of that money. So let's say you started today and you got a five and a quarter interest rate and we raise it a half a point every six months. Does it still look good for you? We stress test it, worst case scenario. What if you lose your job? What if your income goes up? What if it goes down? What if the interest rate goes up at a half a point every six months? all the way up to the cap, which is around 18 to 22%, depending on the state you're in, for those HELOCs. So I understand the question. I don't know if I answered yours, but we can model that and see if it will work for you or not work for you. That's the first thing we do is qualify and make sure, worst-case scenario, that this works. You know, that's such a great question. And Steve, you know, we want to thank you for, for calling in. And that's actually, that's actually going to lead us into our, our second segment because with the principle and strategy that's profound and with questions, you know, we do want to talk about, you know, what are the risks? And so we are actually going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll continue with David Wells, equity optimization and how you can leverage to pay off your mortgage in five to seven years. You're listening to Creatrix, creating the life that you want. We'll be right back. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Get inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com.
Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Creatrix, creating the life you want with Amira Mondin. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to Amira, A-M-Y-R-A, at amiramondin.com. Now, back to Creatrix, creating the life you want. All right, well, welcome back. And yes, how would you like to pay off your mortgage in five to seven years and use the equity to your advantage? How'd you like to accelerate any payoff of any debt like the mortgage, the credit card, or even the student loans without having to make more money? Discover what the banks are not telling you by going to truthandequity.com and discover how using equity optimization. And that's what we're talking about today. My guest is David Wells, the COO of Truth and Equity. And before we went to break, you know, we had a caller, uh, Steve from Colorado, who asked a very good question, you know, and, and, and we and we have these fears. We say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm locked into an adjustable rate. And what happens if the rates shoot up? So before we move on, David, can you just can you just address that and can you put the listening audience at, at ease with well what happens if interest rates go up? Yeah, and I, I do want to kind of back up just a little bit and clarify. I, the, the HELOCs are not adjustable rate mortgages. And we get into semantics a little bit here. It is a variable rate mortgage. We have to understand the difference. We kind of, you know, treat that as a ubiquitous term, a, a variable or adjustable rate. You know, maybe they mean the same, maybe they don't. But in banking terms, they are not the same. And an adjustable rate mortgage is going to be a, a mortgage that is predetermined to adjust at a certain time and then adjust in increments as the term of the contract dictates. Whereas a variable rate mortgage can go up or down based on prime rate, which is kind of dictated by the economy. And the economy gets good, interest rates start to rise, as we're seeing now. The economy's getting good. Thank you. Mr. President, and so interest rates are starting to come up when, you know, the, the baton was handed to our previous president. We are in terrible situation. So the bank, the feds lowered the interest rate to zero uh, for banks borrowing from banks and prime rate was at three and a quarter. So now that things are getting better, it's going up. So David, that's what a did you just put a political plug out. into my show? <laughs> Not really, kind of, sort of. Anyway, um, Ooh, said lightly. the fear... All right, I'm just having fun with you. Okay, keep going, thanks. Keep going. <laughs> the fear about interest rates going up, and I, 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 you know, acronym FEAR, 
false evidence appearing real, we have to understand how the interest rates and why they go up. And then we also have to understand that the interest rate's going to be not as a significant part of the equation as the principal balance. So, you know, 4% on 100000 is X. 20% on 10000 is going to be less. So, if you, you know, interest rate does have a factor, but not as much as the principal balance. And that's why this works so well. Driving that principal balance down, you will always stay out in front of the interest rate. Now, if you're tight on income, which is another huge factor because you're working on surplus, the difference between what you earn, what you deposit, and what you spend on your light bill, your water bill, your cell phone bill, your groceries, etc. The difference between what you bring home and what you spend is what is driving down the balance because, again, idle money and checking and savings is not doing you any good until you put it into a position where it can. And that's all we're doing is changing the bucket that you use. Right now, the bucket, checking and savings, is a bucket with a hole in it and nickels are dripping out and it's not helping you. When you change the bucket that doesn't have a hole, the HELOC, now you're income is working for you. And there are other strategies that can be tied into this that help the use of a credit card, the timing of everything. And that's the important part about us using a personal profile. We look at the large landscape, 30,000 foot view, and then we start drilling in down to the street sign level on every intersection of your landscape. And, and so now when people here. make the shift, we there. where can so, we refine this to benefit you? Right, right. And so when you refine and then, it and you make that shift, you're, you're now you're actually, are you talking about the mortgage acceleration? Because I know you mentioned that, you mentioned the equity advantage program that you have. Um, is that how yeah. we, we, we shift the paradigm essentially and pay off our mortgage? Uh, I'll, time? I'll give you a little example that's, that makes the mathematics easy. And I did this with my son. My son's graduated college now, and he's on his own. He's got a nice job, and he wants to start building his credit. So I, I helped him get a $1,000 credit card. I said, now put your gas and groceries and everything you can on this. Drive it up to $1,000 because you're making twice as much a month than you'll spend on that credit card. And here's what I want you to do. And get a good cash rewards card. You know, pays you 3% back or whatever. So we did that. He puts everything that he can on the credit card and drives it up to $1,000. His first paycheck was $2,200. He took 1000 of it and paid off his credit card, and he kept the difference. Now, he was charged zero interest because he paid it off. He applied all of his income towards that credit card, and now he's going to continually do that. So now his credit score is going up, but he's paying off the balance every time he gets a paycheck. So and that's how this works. Say you have a $200,000 mortgage. You make $5,000 a month. If you put $5,000 towards that mortgage, you've paid it down by $5,000. Now, what do I pay my bills with? You can operate out of the HELOC, or you could use the credit card and then pay the credit card off. Every time you do that, you're driving the balance further and further down. And over time, and that's what our calculator does, it predicts when that will happen for you based on your numbers. It's just simple math. And so then based on those numbers, the average client is 
achieving that in five to seven years, yes? Yeah, on average, people are paying off anywhere from five to seven years. Now, you know, some are eight years, nine years. Right, right, right. Some are less, you know. I've seen people pay off in two and three years. Well, and see, that's amazing. So, David, let me ask you this, because a principle and a strategy as profound as that and as valuable as it is, why don't more people know about it? You know, I think they may know about it or, you know, maybe they don't know anything about it, but it's not a very well-advertised strategy. You don't see Bank of America, Wells Fargo, U.S. Bank, or any of the big leading banks, you know, touting equity optimization or pay your, your mortgage off in five to seven years. Well, number one, how does that benefit them if they're teaching you how to pay the mortgage off? You know, well, banks of make money by putting in third... Yeah, and it's just going to crush their business model. However, we've shown banks where they would make more money if they looked at the bigger picture and did advertise this strategy. Banks would make infinitely more money, but so would the homeowners. It would kind of, each other would be lifting each other up. It would be a way better economy if banks led with this type of strategy because people would use that money to put kids through college, buy cars, invest in themselves. It's the money in motion principle. When money is in motion, it makes more money. It's like people. If you stay active and, and do it positively, you're going to attract that life and those people. And money's the same way. Money in motion attracts more money. So the, the reason people don't do this, one, they don't know. And two, there's a lot of information out there and people who, who either write about it against it but they're usually the ones that don't understand it, haven't put it in practice or have taken the time to look into it. So tell us about that, because, you know, that I mean, I think that's something that we should uh, we should definitely share with the audience. What are the risks? You know, so somebody's out there and they're doing the research, they come along and you see some articles because, you know, everything on the Internet is true. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but, you know, if right. someone sees that. Uh, there's some risks involved, you know, help the listening audience understand, you know, are there risks? And if so, what are they? What do they need to be aware of as they're looking at this as an option for themselves? Well, first of all, I think the internet can be, you know, really useful. Um, I met the love of my life through Match.com, so I put a lot of faith in, in the internet. <laughs> um, but <laughs> David, so a did lot I. of misinformation out there, too. Um, I think if you're looking into this, you know, obviously you want to go to, you know, truthandequity.com slash creatrix, truthandequity.com slash creatrix, and put your numbers in and find out for yourself if it works for you. Do the math, do the education, take the time, you know, to, to test the mathematics. And then if you want to understand interest rates, you can find that all over the Internet. It's pretty simple. If you want to see what it's done in the last two years, it's right there. You know, you can find out. Um, talk to my customers. If you go to my website, I'm, I'm probably one of the only companies, or, you know, Bill and I have created a website that allows you to contact current clients. Don't trust what we're telling you. Talk to the people who are doing it. You can go to our website, go to the referral page, and email and communicate with current clients. You won't find a financial company out there doing that. They don't want you to talk to their clients. You know, now that's that's really good that we can go and actually talk. But, you know, I just want to back up a little bit and and just ask you directly, are there risks involved with equity optimization? Oh, okay, the risks. 
Absolutely. Great question. Thanks for welcome back. Number one risk is fiscal irresponsibility. You start treating it like a piggy brain. The biggest risk is you, the consumer. Mm-hmm. I know I've had to curtail some habits with some people who started buying toys. Oh, wow, look at all this extra money. Let's go do this. And, you know, they start to get themselves in trouble and they call and like, oh, I did this. He told me not to and I did it anyway. What do I do? All right, let's get you back on, you know, the diet plan. And they're fine. The other big risk is um, banks can cap and freeze lines of credit. If they do a market evaluation and values are declining in an area, they'll just across the board freeze everybody. But there's remedies for that. Um, if they cap or freeze your line, then you can appeal to them, and it's just a valuation model. If your house is really worth more than what they say it is because they did this blanket valuation model and everybody, you know, they have 20 houses in a 300-house neighborhood that, you know, just fell under value. So they're going to mitigate their risk, freeze everybody, and wait, wait for the phone calls. And that happened to us back in 06, 07, 08. We had a bunch of people out there who had their lines frozen. We appealed to the banks. We proved that the value was higher than what they thought. And, you know, we got them unfrozen or we moved them to another bank because that bank's valuation model was about a bit askewed or their risk factor was, you know, out of alignment. So there's so always then, somebody, that's another If risk. and when that happens, I hear you it, saying that you work with the clients to, to help them in that situation. Absolutely. That's our, our, you know, that's our number one service. We're, you know, we, we hold a lot of hands. We have a lifetime contract. If you sign up with us, you're with us for life. We have a six month money back guarantee. If you sign up with us, we watch and monitor you very closely. You send us your mortgage statements and we make adjustments or monitor you or advise you in one direction or another. And there's multiple facets to that. We're not just about paying off the mortgage. We're about optimizing equity. We also show you ways to make money using this strategy. One such person who took this strategy under his belt is Clayton Morris with Fox News. We met him years and years ago. He loved this idea, and now he has Morris Invest. He buys houses and sells houses using the equity that he optimizes through these transactions. Um. So there's several directions we can go. The other risk is, uh, you know, what if interest rates do start to spike? Well, they're not going to go up that fast, and we're going to model that in the beginning. Okay, let's take a full point every six months. Could it do that? It, it could. I mean, if the economy gets so good that banks can start charging these rates or they feel it necessary to, to raise interest rates, it could. I don't see it happening in my lifetime but we never discount the possibility and we model for that worst case scenario. And I'll let the customer drive that. What do you think is going to happen? Well, let's raise it two points every year. Okay. You still fit or you don't. And then we adjust, you know, our our perspectives from there. Do you really think it's going to go up two points every year for the next 10 years? Really? Probably not. <laughs> but when milk comes down to fifty cents a gallon and gas is at ten cents a gallon, then I then I, you know, I would say okay. Well, maybe could. we know that that's how that happen. happens. <laughs> right, <laughs> but I can buy well, a house. It'd be nice. Thousand dollars and it's a six bedroom with a pool, <laughs> and then it won't matter. 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so, so with that, you know, the biggest risk is uh, the person themselves and being responsible with the the surplus that is going to come with uh, optimizing equity. And then in in cases where uh, the bank might freeze the line of credit, then you actually have programs that you help your clients to, you know, work through or make that transfer in order to create that win-win. I mean, that's what I hear, uh, you know, what you're, what you're saying here. And that would be um, that basically you have them, you have them covered. So, you know, David, with that, I know that, you know, we've talked about the risks involved. We've we've talked about, well, the what if ha- that happens. Let's actually talk about some of your your clients and some of the people that you've actually held. Because, you know, when you go to the tw- truthinequity.com website, like you said, there's hundreds of testimonials there. And the ability to be able to contact and engage with people who have actually had the experience. Well, you know, I've found that, you know, testimonials are, are more valuable than, you know, anything, any marketing or anything that we could actually share. So, you know, when we come back from break, I would love to know and share with the listening audience, what are some of your most profound experiences and realizations uh, in equity optimization? Okay, great. And and, and, and what are some of the stories of people that you have actually helped? And listeners, as you guys are listening in, if you have questions, we want to interact with you. You can reach David here on the show by calling us at one 346 9141 Again, 1-888-346-9141. And if you like what you're hearing today and it resonates with you and you're interested in paying off your mortgage in five to seven years utilizing equity optimization, then go to truthinequity.com and discover how this can work from you. So when we come back, we're going to get into some actual stories of people, lives that have been changed through truth and equity and equity optimization. Again, you're listening to Creatrix, creating the life that you want. We're going to commercial break and we'll be right back with more. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com We all have the inner ability to use the gifts within ourselves to serve ourselves, our families, loved ones, and our communities. Once you have discovered these gifts and talents, you can promote harmony, peace, and hope. To find out how to harness your own gifts and talents, tune in to Get Ready. Get ready for your breakthrough with host Felicia A. Hill, live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen and share with others. If you're ready for big changes in less than one month's time, you're ready to tune in for Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. It's where healing meets the law of attraction in an engaging package. You'll hear from guests and callers as they share their stories, offer solutions to life's challenges, and much more. With Dr. Mary's approach, even a child could effectively learn and apply the concepts discussed on each week's show. Listen live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, 
that it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Creatrix, creating the life you want with Amira Mondin. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to Amira, A-M-Y-R-A, at AmiraMondin.com. Now... Back to Creatrix, creating the life you want. All right, welcome back. We are having an intriguing conversation about how to leverage and pay off your mortgage in five to seven years with COO of Truth and Equity, David Wells. And David, coming back from a break, I know we want to get into some of the profound experiences and testimonials. We have a caller uh, that has a question for you. So Barbara from North Carolina, welcome to the show. What is your question? Hi. Uh, my question is, how complicated is the system, and can anybody with an uh, income do the system and be benefited from it? All right. Fantastic question. Um, I don't want to sound like I'm oversimplifying this, but my mother is 80 years old, and she's old school, still writes checks works out of a ledger. She's using this program. It's simple enough that an 80-year-old woman who's very old school, you know, accounting background to work this program, fixed income. And, you know, the complexities really exist in the institution that you use. I'm a USAA member. I also have maybe Federal Credit Union. I wouldn't use them for this because they have restrictions on money movements. I predominantly use banks like U.S. Bank and uh, high customer service and Internet presence because nowadays it's easy to do everything through the Internet. You don't even have to go to a bank to set this up in a lot of cases. We do use some banks that are very Internet-oriented and log into a website and fill out a form that easy. Anyone can pay off their home in five to seven years utilizing equity optimization. And to your point, David, the complication comes in depending upon which banking institution that you're part of. Would that be, would that be correct? Yeah, the most complications I've seen is not in, you know, the person believing this will work for them or not, or, you know, working with the, the, the financial landscape of any one individual. The difficulty really comes in the institution that you use and what their products and programs are capable of doing. And so with that, really so if somebody was interested part. in this, talk about that, please. Because if somebody was interested in this, I mean, what? how would they approach their bank? How would they know if they have, how would they anticipate potential complications? What's the correct questions to ask? Right. Our process is this. First, you go through the truthandequity.com slash creatrix webpage. Fill out the information. Let's get your vitals. Let's look at your numbers. And then based on where you are geographically and what your threshold for pain is <laughs> on the underwriting process, 
You know, if you're really adept at using the Internet, it could be pretty painless. If you have to go visit a bank, you're throwing a dynamic in there that doesn't really need to be because the loan officer is going to look at you like you're from Mars and say, why are you doing this? That's not how things are done. And then you're going to get into an argument that you can't win. Uh, we do give people a questionnaire that they can ask the banker or the loan officer or whoever it is they're dealing with with the answers. You can ask this question, and if you get any other answer than this, then it's probably not the place to go. Like I said earlier, we're very high touch. We hold hands. We're a coaching, educating, and empowerment company. That's what we do. We help you through this process. We know where to take people. Being in business for the last 12 years and doing thousands and thousands and thousands of these, we have pretty much identified what is the optimum solution for that individual in any given geographic area. My mom lives in one of the most remote areas of Montana, and we got her to the right bank. That's that's so good. So with that, you know, when saying that you've helped thousands and thousands of people, and it sounds like that if there are potential complications, listeners can just go to truthinequity.com slash creatrix, get the sheet, get all the information that they need. You're going to handhold them through the process of equity optimization. But with the people, the thousands that you've already helped, you know, David, tell us about some of those profound experiences, some of those realizations and um, the the client testimonials that you have. Oh, yeah, I love that. I mean, <clears throat> there's one story that's very dear to me. I like telling it's about uh, some people up in Pennsylvania. They're, you know, their own home. They're in their late 40s, early 50s, and their parents are, you know, moving on. And they had a big, huge family farm. It's been the family forever. They were $7,000 away from being able to buy that place. They were looking at liquidating everything, pulling cash out of their credit cards, whatever they had to do. And they came up short. And they heard about us. They came to the website, filled out a profile. We went through the analytics. They're going to be paid off in something like seven to eight years. And we opened up a lot of equity. So through that process, they were able to buy the family farm and only a few months after that, they discovered that they had natural gas coming out of the ground. <laughs> and so now they have a real good income stream simply because they went through the process and found other equities they didn't know existed. Um, the Trotters in, Cal- in Colorado, you know, one of the best decisions they ever made, they say. You know, this is right from them. They're going to have it paid off in six years. You know, they were looking at 30 years, and now they're going to be paid off in six They've been clients for about four years. They got their parents into the program. They've paid off their truck, their Jeep. They have two truck, uh, paid off their travel trailers. They have two of them. They've had, he- they have heavy equipment that they've paid off. And through that, they've boosted their credit status from the, you know, high sixes to the high eights or to the mid eights. Um, you know, Van Ost's in Florida. They started this uh, a little earlier, uh, last year, I think. And they're going to be paid off in seven, and they're on target, we, you know, because they check in every month. The Hinkley's in California. Um, they're going to have their primary residence paid off, and they're cash flowing using uh, this strategy for investment properties. They have six rentals now. When we met them, they didn't have any. Mm-hmm. So they're using their equity to their advantage as a business model, not just for personal use. And I have hundreds of stories like these. Well, that's so powerful because I remember when we were talking, I remember when we were talking, you you mentioned, um, you know, when the unexpected life issues occur 
or we have health oh, yeah. and we see, we see i mean like every day i mean it's it's such a it's such a tragedy and, and so sad um but you know people are people are getting sick and uh when these tragedies happen it impacts everything so how does optimizing your equity help you in a situation where the unexpected life events come and the next thing that you're looking at is that maybe you can't work anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of curveballs that, that life throws at us. You know, your hot water heater goes out, your roof gets blown off, you get sick, cancer. Uh, I had a gentleman out in uh, Arizona, he, he got brain cancer and he was, you know, closing in on retirement, worked for the post office and he was diagnosed with brain cancer. Well, he was out of it for six months and through the virtue of setting this up properly, he was able to pay the minimum payment for a term and not lose his house. We also set it up so that it would auto pay itself from itself. So think about that one for, for a minute. You have a line of credit, say you owe $100,000 and you have $50,000 in equity and you need, you know, three grand a month to live on for six months. If the interest-only payment on a HELOC is, let's say, $500, that's the interest-only. Now, that's much higher payment than, you know, 5% on $100,000 is far less than 500 but let's just say. So, you've got the payment being made by the HELOC itself over the course of that time that you need to depend on the lowest possible payment. And that's what he did. He auto-paid the interest-only cost from the HELOC itself, and he didn't have to worry about it. And once he recovered, he was able to get back on track. And then two years later, he retired. Mm. Mm. Now, we have a young lady recently that had a stroke. She was not into this program for very long. She was already in a fairly good equity position, but now she has access to it. She went through treatment, therapy, etc., and now she's back on her feet. If she didn't do that, she probably would have lost her house because there would have been a debt demand, principal and interest. You miss three of those, you're going into foreclosure or foreclosure process starts. With this, you don't have to worry about it. People in Louisiana, when the big hurricane came through, we had a few customers pull out all their equity before they were in the box. Now, in the box on a hurricane means you can't get insurance, mm-hmm. and they start freezing lines or capping lines or whatever because they don't want you you know, pulling all the money out. So we know in Florida, we're in the Panhandle and the Gulf area way in advance of a hurricane coming. We have time to make plans. So they took all of their money out, went up to Tennessee, North Carolina, wherever they went, and when it was all said and done, they were some of the first people back to start rebuilding because they had the money to do it while they waited on the insurance check to come in. And you know as well as I do, in those big disasters, it just takes a while for those checks to start flowing. Oh, that's right. Sure does. They didn't have to wait. Sure does. You know, speaking of which, you know, we are, our, our, our I was destroyed in Hurricane Irma, uh, which was over a year ago. And we are just now getting to the point where we actually got that fixed. So, you know, on this show and in Creatrix, creating the life that you want, you know, like I said in the beginning, we are all about looking at the conditioned beliefs of our subconscious mind and how they're producing the results that we uh, want or don't want, whether we are conscious of it or not. And so if you're listening to the show today, I want to encourage you and I want to empower you to know that everything that you've heard 
And the reason you tuned in is with great purpose. And if you are looking to create the life that you want, you know, number one, like we talked about in episodes one and two, it starts with that belief and it starts with taking a look at what are you conditioned to believe? What are the beliefs that are in the subconscious mind that are running your behavior? Because your behavior is determined by 95% of what's in your subconscious mind. And as we're talking about today, we're conditioned that we get into these mortgages, 15-year, 30-year mortgages, and we have a goal that we're going to pay it off sometime in the future. And, and if we're diligent, we might set that goal at 10, 20 years. But then there's information, like we're sharing today, that comes to us that says you can actually pay your mortgage off in five to seven years. And, you know, this has been such a valuable discussion, David. We might need to actually bring you back on. So would you be open to sharing more with us uh, as we just kind of scratch the surface of everything that's available. Would you be open to coming back? Oh, absolutely. And, and I'd love to see a lot of questions come in by email or however, you know, people want to get to you or get to me or get to us. Okay. Uh, so that so we let's can do prepare that. for those answers. I mean, there's not many questions that, have, that I haven't heard, but I, mm-hmm. I would love to be stumped. <laughs> All right. Let's do that. You guys, you heard it from David himself. If you would like to pay off your mortgage in five to seven years and use the equity to your advantage or you have more questions, you can email me at Amira. That's A-M-Y-R-A, Amira at AmiraMondon.com. Go to TruthandEquity.com slash Creatrix to connect with David. Give us your questions. We will bring him back on and we will get all of your questions answered because as always, as always, you have everything everything inside of you to create the life that you want. So thanks for tuning in. You guys have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Take care. Thank you for joining us on Creatrix, creating the life you want with Amira Mondin. Be sure to join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And remember, you have everything inside you to create the life you want.